Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? This is the first live, not live, first recorded episode of Pretend We're On The Phone. How are you? Now, I want to do a fair warning. For anyone who's actually listening to this, the audio is probably bad because I record this always on my phone on voice memos but the problem is is that now i'm recording this on my phone with the camera app now i do have a actual camera but i don't feel like setting that up right now so we're gonna do this this is a trial episode we're gonna see how it is eventually maybe one day we'll pull out the big boy camera i should actually it costs like 400 bucks so i should pull it out more often um follow me on my only fans that's a joke. It's funny and you should laugh. Uh, you'd think I would want to like record this in a better outfit, but I'm kind of just really comfortable right now. I did a full body shower today and like shaved and exfoliated and everything. Um, it was kind of a lazy shave, I would admit. Like I probably have bumps and stuff, but I don't know. These pants are so soft. This short is so soft. These are my pajamas. I don't have anything to do today so why should i do anything today like get dressed well i'm going to get dressed later me and some friends or some friends and i are going to go out we're gonna hit the town we're gonna get lit as the children say and i i need to be emotionally prepared for that which is why I can't spend my energy on putting on a good outfit now. Because what if that jinxes me and I have a bad outfit later? I'm not allowing that to happen. Anyways, I'm going to just move closer to you guys. Hi, how are you? Just in case this helps the audio. If it doesn't help the audio, then, you know, I'm ready for my close-up. Hi. Um, in the recording, you may see that I have a bald spot going on right here. But I shouldn't have brought attention to it. And then I should just let you guys be the bad people if you wanted to talk about my bald spot, huh? Maybe I have cancer. I don't. Thank, thank God. I'm very happy about not having cancer. But yeah, I am upset about having a chunk of hair missing right here. So we're going to just have to wait for that to grow back. I probably lost a braid. A braid. I'm five. A lock or something. And forgot about it until I really looked into the mirror. Speaking of mirrors, this is, okay, so if you never have seen this podcast before and you're just coming through it on YouTube or something, this is what it is. I literally just talk for like 30 minutes and that's the video or that's the podcast. It's called Pretend We're on the Phone. I'm so happy to have this opportunity to film this on YouTube. It's weird because I'm used to like not oh not having to look at a camera or anything so we'll see how this is if i don't like it then we just will never do it again and never try new things ever again in the first place but oh my god sorry i i just stuck my face in my cat's fur and so i feel like there's a bunch of like cat hair on my face just stuck on me um because of my jojoba oil that i use to moisturize Anyways, let's talk about life. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. I don't know. We're going to ramble for 30 minutes. But life. So, 
I found out the meaning of it. And I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking she's going to say to live like she always does. Let me finish. You know, I had an episode with my friend Naya on here. And I was explaining to them that I feel like my life is like, I kind of look at it as one of those video games, choose your adventure type of things where you meet people and you kind of just listen to them for a long time. And then it lets you have like three choices, A, B, or C, and you click B and then you see the react. Anyways, um, I realized I actually have more control over my life than those video games. <laughs> You'd have thunk. Though I still do look at my life in a very like, cinematic comic book video game kind of way which may or may not be a good thing um i also realize i'm also the creator of the video game you know i literally get to do whatever i want i the the choices we really i love the butterfly effects thing like one of my random choices is gonna like ruin everything and you know do all this crazy stuff like things happen to you because of your choices sure and maybe you didn't realize it was gonna happen to you like because you're getting a call you get a call wreck um call wreck and it's not your fault that you have to drive somewhere um and you know guess it's your actions but not really your fault and all that bullshit level right but I'm also realizing things happen to you, but you can also be the happening. You can be the happening. That sounds so silly because obviously you get to control your own life. But we really think that we can't. We really think that we can't. And I feel like we, at least I, I make a whole lot of excuses for the control that I want. I'm like, oh, well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I'm so poor. I'm so broke. I'm poor. I'm broke. My account is actually one negative $1.70. It's okay. I get paid on Monday, I think. Ooh, I hope it's this Monday. I either get paid this Monday or next. When did I last get paid? Let's do the... Oh, my God. If not, then we are on some dangerous territory. I... Okay. This week was the 11th to the 17th. Last week I was out of town and I got paid. I think on my, wait a second. Yeah, I think I got paid a five on the fifth, which means I get paid on the 19th. I don't know, we'll see. Whoa, $12 rich. Oh, okay. Ooh, I I don't know what I'm thinking when I put stuff in my calendar. I just type in code words and hope that I'll remember for later. And I was confused about the 12 o'clock. Not 12 dollars, 12 o'clock. Rich. It doesn't even say o'clock, it just says 12 rich. But now I remembered what it's about. I have an interview with the rich Savannah company. So, oh, so organized over here. But yeah, so you have control of your own life. That's what I was saying, right? You have control of your own life, even if you don't have money, yada, yada, yada. Um, like right now, I could go outside in my bill foots. I could go outside naked right now and no one would stop me. And maybe someone would be like, yeah, oh my God, you're naked. Maybe someone would even report me to the police, but I could do it. And honestly, if no one's outside right now, who's gonna say something? Maybe people would just look the wrong way. Maybe they'd be like, look at that poor girl. She needs some help. Police comes over. Well, I could just say, oh, they must have saw wrong. I wasn't naked. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. I was wearing all brown. Did they bring a picture evidence of it? And, you know, the point is, that was a terrible example. 
going outside nate i've been watching a lot of broad city so my head's kind of in the gutter right now but yeah i could do whatever i want whenever i want to because i want to but instead i don't i literally don't and you find yourself working a job that you hate and you walk there i used to do this thing where i'm like oh you have to walk somewhere at least a year so you can have it like fully on your resume or whatever um which is good if it's like a career job that you really like if you see yourself in the future working there then sure stick it out but also i don't know if you don't like it are you gonna like it tomorrow are you gonna like it a month from now are you gonna like it two months from now and people will say this all the time well a lot of people don't like their job so you're gonna just be miserable is that the answer a lot of people don't like their job so you shouldn't either please please it's your life you find a job that you like or find a job that you don't dislike at least and this job i'm working now i don't particularly i don't dislike it well i think it's just because it's not my vibe people will ask you all the time what does that mean vibe i can't explain this okay figure it out what's the vibe it's just like the energy it's it's the vibe that makes sense and this job I'm working now it's I, I i think it's just not the vibe not because anything's wrong with it just because my energy is for something else right now i think it's because i've worked so many jobs and that's not true but i've worked at jobs for a long period of time right and i remember i maybe by month five i realized i hate it but i just tell myself oh stick through it and so now I feel burnt out by the time I finally hit my 12 month mark and I can finally quit. Like, how stupid is that? And so at this point, I feel like I'm realizing sooner, like, you're not going to like this job in a year. So why are we pretending like we're going to? Especially because all of these jobs and stuff, they don't care about you. At least I've noticed some of these bigger corporations. Because especially, let me explain this in a way that makes sense. And two of the jobs I'm thinking of right now, uh, I had people who's worked there for years and they have told me literally, both of these two different instances, how this corporation has been treating them worse and worse as the years go by. Like now they don't do bonuses anymore or now they don't have special days off for employee days or whatever. And now they have to pay for lunch. Lunch isn't free anymore and stuff. And it's not like the corporation's losing money. No, the corporation makes more and more money every single year. How do they do that? I guess they pay the workers worse, but I, I don't want to be a part of that. I just don't want to. I, I think at this point in my life, I'd rather be with a smaller company if I'm going to be working in retail or something like that until I could hopefully, you know, break it out into the writer's career or whatever, you know. I guess you have to continue to work as a writer to become a writer. Can I be honest with you guys? I've been looking forward to graduation since the first day of college. And now that's around the corner. When I say around the corner, I mean four weeks. Because I graduate in March. I'm a little scared. Not because I wanted to continue. I'm I'm happy being done. Um, but more because I'm like, okay, now that I did it. 
I guess this is the part when I really need to dive head first into the whole career path. And I just don't know if I'm going to make it. You find out so many people, especially in like the film industry, so many people leave the the industry and stuff. And I've, I've gone to a couple of festivals and stuff with my school, which I feel like, I don't know if I've actually published any of those episodes, but I may have talked a lot of mess about the school I go to. I go to SCAD. Um, wow, I think it's extremely expensive. Ex oh, it's extremely expensive. Every single teacher I've had here, I can tell, wants to be here and wants to specifically teach me and every other student they have. It's good to have teachers that actually want to help those students. And both at SCAD and at KCAI, I found that. And I am really appreciative about that because you hear horror stories about like professors who just want like the, ho, 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 I'm a, I'm a professor. But like at SCAD and at KCAI, those, the teachers here, the professors here want to genuine, they genuinely want to help their students' mind expand and and it has. I've, I mean, I've learned so much and I am extremely appreciative of that. And I'm extremely appreciative of the extracurricular activities they have available here. Even if those extracurricular activities cost more money, even though I'm already paying you guys so much in tuition. <laughs> One of those extracurricular activities <laughs> which I usually don't get to go on because I'm always walking, but now I'm like, Sailor, you're always walking and you're always broke. Can we please like make this make sense? Cut the hours, just go, just go and be more broke. What's broker than broke? More broke, bitch? Go to Atlanta. So I went to Atlanta for SCAD TV Fest and it was so exciting. And I've, um, I've done SCAD TV Fest twice and I've done Film Fest a couple of times and, um, Every single time, if I have an opportunity to talk to someone, I am always like, so so why are you, why did you actually stay in the game? Because it sounds crazy. Like they'll tell you, yeah, it took me 20 years to make my first movie, or it took me 15 years to make my, to be finally a show winner. Oh yeah, I mean, I was an assistant for, for years. Oh yeah, it's so sad to be able to watch your friends start families and have kids and buy houses and you're still in your first apartment. I'm like, you guys are not selling this. You guys are not selling this. So I ask them, why did you stay? And they always say like the same thing, like, oh, if there's nothing else I could do, find the joy in it, yada, yada, yada. I just really love it, right? And I have to like look into myself and be like, okay, Sailor, it's this or what? Because if you have another love, they all also said this, if you can find something else you love, you know, do that instead. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Funny enough, at Booker T. Washington for the Performing and Visual Arts in Texas, um, they told us the same thing. That's high schoolers. Imagine telling a 16-year-old, if you don't want to be in theater, quit now. I'm joking. I love Miss Cogdale, RIP. But yeah, I guess I've been wondering, okay, there's, is there anything else that makes me happy? Now that I'm taking, I'm actually listening to the warning sign. Now that score is going to be ending soon and I'm like okay quickly quickly think anything else anything else anything else for all the audio people no I'm shaking my head right now upset mm, no no there's nothing else this is 
literally the only thing I'm good at. And now those those other things I do love. Like one of my favorite hobbies I consider is clothes. I know that sounds so silly, but I literally I um, every time I choose a ha an outfit, I'm happy. Sometimes I look forward to the next day thinking, oh, I can't wait to put together an outfit. I'm going out tonight, right? Because I really wanted to go out for a long time. Yeah, I'll be drinking and stuff and that'll be fun. Want to know why I really want to go out? Because I want to wear something cute. At this one job, I'm not allowed to wear anything cute. We wear a uniform. We put a chef's coat on. I can't even have hoop earrings on or long nails. Look at these nubs. I don't think I'm allowed to have my fingernails painted either, but this is contraband red nail polish right now. Um, but j seriously, like my, the thing that brings me joy is putting together a cute outfit and makeup, which I don't do a lot anymore because I'm lazy and I can't decide what's more important, the outfit or the makeup and usually the outfits. I did, I think it's because I focused on makeup so much in high school that now I'm like, let's focus so much on clothes. And by the time I'm out of school forever, I'll mix it together. I'll have good makeup and good clothes. How crazy will that be? So, but okay, I had a point though. Yeah, so I love clothes and all that stuff. And that's a great hobby. And if I could work in the industry as like a stylist or something, that would be fun. But more than styling other people, I like styling myself. So I don't think I could do that. Unless if I was literally like a fashion influencer, right? Um, and while there's that, something else I also really love is makeup. Like I've done makeup professionally a couple of times and I always really do enjoy it. But what brings me more joy than both of those things combined? Writing. Probably because both of those things I like putting on myself and it, there's no stress. I don't wake up and think, oh, 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 I need to put foundation on, you know? And same thing with clothes. Like at the end of the day, if I'm if I can't put together my makeup well, I'll, I'm not gonna wear makeup. If my outfit isn't really killing it, you can always go for the very sleek um, t-shirt and jeans outfit. You know, there's not that much stress. There's there's no stress involved with it, um, unless if I look fat. <laughs> but that's a whole other body issue thing that I have going on mentally. So probably not not much to do with the clothes. Maybe the fashion industry. Yeah, maybe that. But all that to say, writing is where it's at. I couldn't imagine. I can imagine wearing jeans and a t-shirt every day for the rest of my life. I can imagine never wearing makeup again for the rest of my life. Though that would suck. I can never imagine never writing ever again for the rest of my life. And of course, you can have writing as a hobby and then you can have it as a career. And so I've been really thinking, I'm like, why don't you just take this as a hobby? And I'm like, okay, so what's your career? Seriously, there's not there's not a backup plan. I have nothing else that I could possibly think of of what I want to do. Seriously speaking, like this whole YouTube thing, the YouTube, this podcast, the podcast is the backup idea. Do you hear me right now? That's how stupid my lifelong plans are. That my plans is well, if all else fails, I guess I'll I'll have a podcast. Once again, for the audio people, I'm looking into the camera. Like, girl, <laughs> because that's so stupid. That's so stupid. And that makes me feel like, oh my goodness, I'm relying on my entire future being in my hands. I mean, being in the air. And that is so scary. But all these people I was able to speak to in Atlanta and I've speaking, spoken to in Savannah and stuff, I realized it's not in the air. Uh, 
It's in my hands. It's but literally, it's in my hand. They'll say just move to um move to LA or move to New York, and of course the thing is, well, what if you end up homeless and all that stuff? Like I need money. Um, and the honest thing to say is, worst comes to worst, I can move back home. Like everyone does not have the opportunity, but I really do because my parents really do believe in me and all that stuff <laughs> no and i'm super appreciative of it because i can't imagine telling my parents mom dad when i grow up i'm gonna be i'm gonna make movies and for them to actually be on board with it and not sarcastically and be like oh did you have fun in film school today darling but like no they actually like tell their friends oh yeah she's gonna you get wait till you see her movie in the theater i'm like oh my god i'm so embarrassed why would you why is that what you is that what you guys say to your friends? Like, oh, this is our future film star. Like, they actually believe that. And so, you know, worst comes to worst, I could live with my parents again. Which, you know, <laughs> but all of that to say, why am I so afraid of, you know, doing it? If that could be a backup plan. And um, I don't know. You just have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until it's done. Because... This is something else I felt one of the at one of the TV panels at in Atlanta. It was all women show runners, and it was so cool. We had like these. We had a mom. We had a mom and daughter duo. We had like the um, powerful black women. We had like diversity and stuff. We had someone who took over as a show runner because a co-show runner can no longer do it. It's all that stuff. And they tell us how they made it. And they tell us how hard it is being a show runner and how hard it was to get to their position and all that stuff. Um, but I look at them and I'm like, well, they're no different than me. Like, honestly, they're me in 30 years or something, right? They're, there's nothing about them that makes them superhuman. And that's not a bad thing. That's not like a dig. Like, you're just a plain Jane. That's like, oh, thank God. Oh, they're human too. Oh, my God. Maybe I really can do it. And I love hearing, like, all the mistakes they made. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm allowed to make a mistake every once in a while. Obviously, if all you make are mistakes, then you may want to you know, straighten up or something. But I don't know. I just feel like it's given me the encouragement to take control of my life. Damn it. I'm supposed to email someone. Guys. Guys. Sorry, people are. She's supposed to be coming down for my um, graduation. It's not my real graduation. The ceremony is with everybody else in June. But I'm calling it graduation because I'm not going to school again after, unless if I get my master's, which would be interesting, really interesting. But I would enjoy because now that I've made peace here at SCAD, I can make peace at going to another school afterwards. <laughs> It took a lot. I was I was in a pit for a little bit. Um, I'm texting someone, guys. This is more important than you. Oh. Told me you were thinking of coming down in April. Question mark question mark not okay 
We've been talking about them coming to Savannah for a while. And for whatever reason, one of the girls thought that I was talking about coming down in April. And I'm like, you better not come in April. I will have no money for you. You come down in March. We're going to do St. Patty's Day. We're going to do St. Patty's Day in Savannah, Georgia. I've lived here for three years. I've never been a part of St. Patrick's Day. I'm always walking. Sometimes I've walked downtown and I've walked at Walgreens all the way out of town. And both times we get to interact with the drunk community. And now I get to be the drunk community. I've already requested those days off. I'm like, girl, I will be in. I forgot what I was gonna say. I was like, in, will you in? I will be downtown with a mimosa in one hand and a beer on the other hand. The beer is just for decoration because it's St. Patty's Day and I feel the need to have a beer. No one's drinking the beer. Beer is disgusting. Maybe I'll be holding it for a friend. Maybe I'll borrow my friend's beer for a picture in my all green outfit. And then I'll give it back to her and be like, okay, drink that disgusting thing. I need to find a Mexican store for a margarita real quick. Because Lord have mercy, you guys drink beer? Imagine, that's the other thing. Anytime I see someone drunk off a of beer, I'm like, that's crazy. You had to drink a lot of that. Because beer is like, what, 5%? You drank so much beer to get drunk. How could you even sip that thing? Okay, I know we're going off the topic. Well, I guess it's because the last topic was over. I, I, I pretty much was saying, I have a dream and I'm going to fulfill it. But yeah, I have a dream and I am going to fulfill it. It's going to work out. Now to continue this thought process, I'm in a deep depression. Oh, that's why I'm supposed to email someone. That's why I got in the wrong. That's why I changed the subject. Oh my goodness. Well, that email is on my phone, so. Gotta do that later. <laughs> I keep, I just love looking at things I need to do and saying, ah, we'll get to it. No, we're going to do it because I'm actually very professional. I feel like my vibe I give online isn't exactly true of who I am. I'm, I feel like I have a very casual persona, but truly and really, I'm extremely analytical and I'm on top of it and I get the shit done and I have all A's except for some B's. In color theory. Oh, well, and also script analysis. <laughs> uh, and also in a drama pilot. But I don't count the drama pilot because it's like an 89 or 88. And that's not a real B. That should be an A. Round up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do When you apply for college, I mean apply for college. When you apply for jobs, do they ask you for your school transcript? I don't think so. I don't know if grades really matter. Unless if I do want to get a master's. I've applied to get my master's, but... And I really hope I get it. But I also, I don't think I will. I think maybe some more mature writers will get it. But maybe I'm a more mature writer and I don't know it. Can I be honest with you guys? Sometimes I'll be talking to people who are like 23, maybe, and they have their life so figured out already. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to figure everything out in two years because I'm 21. I'm about to be 22 in April. 
22 sounds like such a serious job. I mean, such a serious age. It's not, it's no longer fun. They're like, no, you're 22. You're 22. Um, and that is so scary. And it's so odd to move to the whole depression thing. I don't know. It, it goes in and out or whatever. I, I think it's also mainly just stress. Just a whole lot of stress. Just an extreme amount of stress. Because I... really want to be at the part of my life where everything goes smoothly now you know what i mean and i guess that never happens and i think that's just a movie thing like i said i imagined my life as a movie the thing is movies end and it's not they don't end like when the person dies they end when they have the happy ending or the sad ending or whatever but there's a conclusion the problem is that in real life when there's a conclusion to something you wake up to the next day and once again, a problem has come at your head. And I'm wondering if there's ever gonna be a part of my life where I'm always just, whew, nice and calm now. Because right now I'm really stressed about like where will I live in a couple of months? Where will I be walking in a couple of months? Will, will I have my cap and gown in time? I need to order that. Thank you for reminding me. Oh my God, I need to order my cap and gown. Whew, all that stuff. And I expected that, well, once all of that is figured out, after that, everything's gonna go smooth selling. But that won't be smooth selling because at some point I'm gonna have to move again. And then I'm gonna have to get another job. And then I'm going to have to, I don't know, continue with the ups and downs of life. And I really just wish you would stay up. It feels like it's just, it's, 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 it's really, really, really scary. It's really scary. It's really scary. And I'm hoping that I'm talking to the right people. And I'm hoping that I have just enough of God's grace on my side and all of that jazz so that everything goes exactly according to plan. But as you may have heard, Want to tell God a joke? Tell him your plans. And so sometimes I'm like, well, fine, dude. I won't tell you. I'm going to keep this secret to myself. I'm going to just, you know, you do whatever you need to do. And we'll see if it works out when we get there. <laughs> That's how mean religion's been doing recently. Um, oh. See, this is the that's this is the scary part of taking control of your life because also some parts are out of your control. Like how much you're gonna be getting paid, which means I'll have to get another job or I'll have to have a roommate. I don't have any friends that need to move, which means I'll be living with a stranger possibly again. And this time I only need a place for six months, which means rent is gonna be more expensive. And I also, what's the likelihood of me finding someone that also needs an apartment for just six months? Or I guess maybe they'd be fine with renewing it after six months or something. I don't know. I have a plan in my head, but that's also depending on if I get accepted to some of the things I've applied to, which 
I always tell myself, assume you're not going to get accepted. So hopefully I won't cry as much when I receive the, the email saying, thank you for your application. But... Shall we end the episode here? I don't know. I feel like we kind of we, we kind of made our points real quick. Um, yeah, taking control of my life. I'm scared of the future. Um, but extremely appreciative of the journey I've gone through so far. Because actually so far everything has worked out. Truly. And it didn't go the route that I thought it would. Yeah, like right now I really thought I'd be living with my boyfriend. But I, I, I still have never had a boyfriend. So this is very interesting for me to settle into. Um, for whatever reason, nobody wants to fall in love with me. Whoa, let's, let me, let me finish this in a positive way. I'm trying to make this more positive, more positive, more positive, more positive. Um, I've also learned that I don't particularly enjoy spending time with boys. So <laughs> what an interesting predicament it would have been if I was living with one. Uh... Sorry, my cat, look at me because I accidentally clicked. I had the nerve to let my teeth touch each other. My apologies. Yeah, I think that's it. Check us out on the social media. I have a personal Instagram, Sailor Movie Baby. I also have this podcast as an Instagram. Pretend we're on the phone. YouTube, if you want to watch this, maybe next time I'll have. I think, I think I'm really thinking of like decking out the area. I'm not going to buy so much stuff because I'm going, like I said, I'm going to be moving soon, but I'm going to have like a cute little pretend phone. Well, I guess it's real, but like a vintage dial phone and it's going to be like, ring, ring, hi. And it's going to, and I'm going to only wear like cute fluffy pajamas and stuff because I feel like talking on the phone so much. It's like, that's what you do after the day when you go home and you can call your friend or Back in the 60s, 60s, they had fun. Whenever people started having phones and they would just walk around with the long cords and all the... Anyways, I think it's going to be cute. That's the, that's the vibe I'm going to be going for. We have a canopy in the background. That's going to be a part of it as well. Uh, we're going to do matching set pajamas for next time. And probably fluffier and lacier and cutie or maybe even with makeup on. Don't bet on the makeup. I'm going to have to be real with you. Like I said laziness nonetheless so forth and so on i love having you guys here tell me if you want to see now that we're in 4k anything else on this channel regarding this podcast i don't think i'm going to be doing anything outside this podcast for this channel anytime soon because that is so much work and i don't feel like focusing on two things at once i just don't i already have a thousand things i need to think about and with that being said, I need to connect with someone on LinkedIn.